0: This is Dave Burnett. I want to welcome you to today's God's Family Plan podcast. Today's podcast features my wife, Kathy, and her message for the day is courage in the midst of chaos and confusion. And now, here's Kathy. What an interesting time we're living in. All of us have had our routines and schedules completely disrupted. Changes that were unthinkable a short time ago are happening so fast we can hardly keep up. As quickly as we adapt to one change, a new change looms over the horizon. We may begin to wonder what change will be next and how in the world can we be prepared for it. Most of us agree that change can be stressful, but what we've been experiencing is massive change that for some has come with heavy doses of chaos and confusion. All of this can be traumatizing and result in feelings of fear, anxiety, stress, pressure, and uncertainty that, at times, can become overwhelming. Situations characterized by trauma, chaos, and confusion always remind me of the biblical story of David at Ziklag. My husband, David, shared about Ziklag in his most recent podcast. As the story in 1 Samuel 30 goes, David and his men went off to war. However, the military they were fighting for did not allow them to engage in battle and sent them back to Ziklag. When David and his men returned to Ziklag, they found that it had been attacked and burned and their wives, sons, and daughters had been taken captive. Scripture tells us David's men were so overcome with grief that they wept until they could weep no more. Their grief was so intense that the men talked about stoning David. Verse 6 tells us that David was greatly distressed. A quick look at the Hebrew words for greatly and distressed reveal that greatly means exceedingly or mightily, and distressed means to press into a narrow place. Another translation of distressed is to be in straits, that's spelled S-T-R-A-I-T-S. It's the same as dire straits. In other words, David was in a very tight place under a great amount of pressure. He had lost not only his family, but the families of all of his men, and now they were all turning against him and threatening his life. What David did next is the key to the story. Most of you have heard this before, but It's certainly worth looking at again. David strengthened or encouraged himself in the Lord. Some translations use the word strengthened, and some use the word encouraged. Other Hebrew meanings for the words used here include mighty, be recovered, and behave oneself valiantly. An additional meaning is to, quote, play the man, quote, or as we might say in today's vernacular, Man up. The crucial point is that David was strengthened and encouraged in the Lord. This passage doesn't tell us exactly what David did, but his early life history, as well as countless Psalms, reference David's lifestyle of praise, prayer, and worship. The next thing David did after strengthening and encouraging himself in the Lord was to inquire of the Lord. Inquire means to ask, request, beg, and pray. David was in a mess of chaos and confusion. He didn't know what to do about the situation, but he did know that he should ask God for help. This action step reminds me of Proverbs 18.10. The New King James Version says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. In the midst of a big challenge, the safest place to be is in the Lord. It doesn't matter if the mess we're in is our fault or not. We can always go to Father for help. In His presence, we can be strengthened, find wisdom, and discover our next step for moving forward. Of course, we know the rest of the story. David did what God told him to do. He followed God's step-by-step directions, with the end result being, That he recovered all. Did you notice what David did to activate the recovery process? He strengthened or encouraged himself in the Lord. Can you think of another passage that links the word strength and encourage or its root word, courage? Strength and courage are definitely connected in Joshua chapter 1. Let's take a closer look. As we review this passage, we will identify three faith principles that Joshua used that are relevant for us today. These steps can serve as reminders or put us in remembrance of what we can do, what action we can take in the midst of change and transition, or even in chaos and confusion. After the death of Moses, Joshua was installed as the new Hebrew leader. God had told the people it was time to possess the land he had given them. In chapter 1, Joshua was preparing the people to move forward, engage in battle, and take possession of their promised land. Three times in this chapter, Joshua instructs the people to be strong and courageous. And the people must have listened to him because in verse 18, at the end of the chapter, The people repeated that phrase back to Joshua. This was undoubtedly a time of massive transition. Moses had led the nation of Israel for 40 years, but everything changed. Moses was gone, along with most of the older generation. It was time for a new leader, a leader that was anointed to lead a new generation into victorious battle so they could possess their promised land. The theme of transition and change that's described in Joshua 1 certainly has some similarities to the time we're living in today. Let's dig a bit deeper and take a look at Joshua's words to the people. Maybe his instructions will be helpful for us as well. Again, one of the first things we notice are the words, Be strong and courageous. Actually, these words were originally spoken by Moses. In Deuteronomy 31.6, Moses addressed the people with these words, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Here's the amplified translation of Moses' words in Deuteronomy 31, six: Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them for it is the lord your god who goes with you he will not fail you or abandon you then in deuteronomy 31 verse 7 and again in verse 23 moses spoke directly to joshua in other words moses prophesied to joshua here's what he said in deuteronomy 31:23 the lord gave this command to joshua son of nun Be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath, and I myself will be with you. So when Joshua said, Be strong and courageous, in Joshua verses 6, 7, and 9, he was repeating the prophetic words that Moses had spoken directly to him as well as to all the people. Here's another prophetic word spoken by Moses that was later remembered and repeated by Joshua. This is Joshua 1 9 in the New International Version. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is definitely a principle we can apply to our lives today. Here it is, just in case you missed it. Remember and remind yourself of any prophetic words that have been spoken over you. Decree and declare those words. Speak, repeat those words out loud, and activate them by faith. The second principle is to remember God's word. These are the instructions Joshua gave the people in the New International Version of Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. The New King James Version translates this verse as The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. The Hebrew word for mouth in this passage is peh, P-E-H. Those who've studied the Hebrew calendar know that pay has been used to describe this specific year, 5780, as well as this entire next decade. With that in mind, it's important to note that Joshua 1.8 is a pay passage. In Joshua's day, they only had the law that was written by Moses. Today, we have all the word both Old and New Testaments. We have the Word in many different translations and languages. We have the Word in a multitude of printed forms and digital formats. I'm amazed when I consider the history of the Bible and all the sacrifices that have been made throughout the ages that's given you and me the opportunity to have our very own copies of God's Word and to have the freedom to read and study the Bible. To me, it's absolutely miraculous that we have the Word of God. So, the second principle we can glean from chapter 1 of Joshua is, Remember the Word of God. Remembering the Word of God means to know the Word of God, study the Word of God, meditate the Word of God, speak the Word of God, pray the Word of God. This is a basic life principle. Action steps for this principle include making a list of life scriptures. Those are the verses that are foundational for you. Then in every situation, ask Holy Spirit what the now word of the Lord is for you in that moment. Find that word, study that word, meditate on it, pray it, decree and declare it. That's what it means to remember the word of God. The third principle is remember who is fighting with you. This is found in Joshua 1, verses 12 through 15. Here's the situation. Some of the tribes had already settled in the land they'd chosen to occupy. Joshua listed those tribes and then reminded the people of the words of Moses that had been spoken at an earlier time. Moses had commanded that the tribes that had already occupied land were to help the other tribes fight to possess their promised land. Joshua then instructed them to prepare all of your fighting men and get them ready for battle. The meanings of the Hebrew words used in these verses include help, that means to aid and protect, armed, that means armed men and able bodied soldiers. The New King James Version describes these soldiers as mighty men of valor. Valor means men having virtue, strength, ability, might, power, and training. Mighty men means powerful, warrior, champion. Mighty man, strong man, valiant man, brave man. Mighty is the Hebrew word gabor, G-I-B-B-O-R. It is the same word used to describe the Messiah in Isaiah 9-6, in the phrase, Mighty God. Here's the New King James Version. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Did you catch that? El Gabor, the Mighty One, is fighting with us. So, this is our third principle. Remember who is fighting with you. We have brothers and sisters in the body of Christ fighting on our side. We also have El Gabor, the mighty God, the champion, the warrior, fighting with us. As this podcast comes to a close, let's take a few minutes and summarize our thoughts. We unpack three principles that can be activated in times of transition and change and even in chaos and confusion, much like the times and seasons we're living in today. Here's a recap. Remember the prophetic words that have been spoken over you. Remember the word of God. Remember who is fighting with you. Let's also remember and think about the phrase, be strong and courageous. These words were spoken by Moses three times, by Joshua three times, and once again by the people. That means this prophetic word was repeated a total of seven times. In scripture, whenever words are repeated, it's an indication that something's being emphasized, probably because of its importance. And that certainly seems to be the case with this phrase. Be strong and courageous are also important words for us today. Let's take a quick look at a couple of New Testament passages that emphasize these words. Be strong is found in Ephesians 6, verses 10-20. This is Paul's discourse about putting on the whole armor of God and spiritual warfare. Here's the end of verse 10 as it's written in the Passion Translation. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the forces of His explosive power flowing in and through you. And what about the word courage? I'm reminded of the time the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water in the midst of a storm. It's recorded in both Matthew 14 and Mark 6. Here are verses 50 and 51 of Mark 6 in the Passion Translation. They screamed out in terror, but he said to them at once, Don't yield to fear. Have courage. It's really me. I am. Then he came closer and climbed into the boat with them, and immediately the stormy wind became still. They were completely and utterly overwhelmed with astonishment. These are just two examples of the use of the words strong and courageous in the New Testament, but there are many others. I encourage you to seek them out, find them, and study them. Whenever you're in a challenging situation, it can be helpful to remember, be strong and courageous. These words Moses and Joshua spoke to the people centuries ago are just as relevant now as they were then. Along with remembering these words, it's important to speak them, pray them, decree, and declare them. This is a pay season. That means speak up. Psalm 81.10 says it well. Here it is in the Passion Translation. I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now, you'll see. The words that I speak, so shall it be. I believe Psalm 8110 is a now word, and it will also be an important word for next year, the Hebrew year 5781 that is known as 2021 in the Gregorian calendar. Be strong and courageous. Speak those words over yourself. Pray into them. Repeat decree and declare them. Believe for victory in every battle. As you do, you will be changed. You will be empowered for every war. You will be equipped to enter in and possess your promised land. I decree and declare over you today that you are activated to remember all the prophetic words that have been spoken over you in the past. I decree and declare over you today that you are activated to remember the word of God and find the now word of the Lord for you in your current situation. I decree and declare over you today that you are activated to remember who is fighting with you. You are not alone. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I decree and declare that you and all your loved ones are fully equipped, enabled, and empowered to be strong and courageous. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from God's Family Plan. We bless you and your family and declare that you are prosperous and successful in all that you do. Thanks, Kathy, and thank you for joining us today. This podcast will be posted on our Facebook page at God's Family Plan. If you have questions or comments, we invite you to post them there. Until next time, i leave you with these words from 2 Corinthians 9-8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work.